Thanks so much for joining us on Cranford Radio. My name is Bernie Wagenblast. Today we are at the Cranford Dramatic Club, where they are going to be kicking off their new 2022-2023 season, and they are starting that off with a musical. We have the uh, director and some of the cast members from the show that are with us today. Why don't we start off with an introduction, and if you are a cast member, tell us the part that you're playing, if you would, please. Hi, my name is Roxy Billups, and I play T-Moon. My name is Howard Whitmore, and I'm the director. My name is Karen Caratora, and I play the role of Asaka. My name is Tiffany Johnson, and I play Erzuli, the goddess of love. Hi, I'm Jordan Owens, and I play the role of Agwe. My name is David Rivera Jr., and I play Papa Gay. Well, as I said, we didn't want to give away just at the beginning there what the uh, name of the show is, but it's called Once on This Island. Howard, why don't you start off by telling us just a little synopsis of what the show is about, if you would, please. Well, the easiest way to describe it is Once on This Island is based on a book called My Love, My Love by Rosa Guy, which is a Caribbean, mainly Haitian set telling of the Little Mermaid story. So the names of the four gods are actually four gods that actually exist in the voodoo religion, um, and they are played out on stage as the motivators for Timun's travels through the world. Why don't we go with each one of you as cast members, to talk a little bit about your part and how you got involved with this show. So I'm playing Papa Gay, the god of death. Without giving too much away, I make Timun choose between love and death. So in some ways, you're kind of the bad guy, that you're putting her in the place of having to make some really tough decisions, aren't you? Yeah, I, it's it's fun. It's a challenge because I've never had to be a villain before. So I'm excited and I get really amped up when I'm on the stage. And how about you in uh, your role? For Ogway, I am the god of water. And I'm not the good guy or bad guy, but I do kind of aid in an unfortunate way and aid in a positive way at the same time. All right, let's go to you next. I am playing Urzuli, the goddess of love, and in a way, Papa Gay is my enemy. We think differently, and so we're on opposite sides of the world, and I want love to conquer all. And you? As the role of Asaka, I play Mother of the Earth, and the purpose of Asaka is to guide Timun and, and all of the other characters on their journey. And we left you for last because you're sort of the one that I guess this all revolves around, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so I play T-Moon. She's just kind of this girl that's waiting for life to begin. How old is she? Give us a little bit of sense of who she is, if you would, please. Um, I don't know exactly how old she is, but I know she's young, so probably like teenager. Set her role, if you would, how she fits into this, if you would. So she's basically a a peasant. So she doesn't have a lot of money and she looks for the little things in life that make her happy. Now this show, Howard, why don't we ask you, you mentioned that it's based on a book, which is sort of a Caribbean retelling of The Little Mermaid. How did you come to direct this and how did this particular show come to be picked to kick off the new season here at the CDC? Well, Once on this Island is a show that I've loved since it first came to Broadway in 1992, and I first had the chance to direct it in 2001. So 21 years ago was my first time directing it and the first time I had ever directed in community theater at all. 
So it is a show that I've come back to seven other times. This is the eighth time I've directed a production of Once on this Island. So I pitched it here that they have a submission process, and I submitted a few shows for them to consider, actually, In the Heights, MAME, random things. And P.S., that was all before COVID. So... Two years ago, I was supposed to direct a completely different show, and then we're coming into the 2022 season, and they loved the idea of Once on this Island, and they actually reached out to me about directing it, and I jumped on the chance. It's just exciting. I love this show, and I love the story of family, and I love the story of overcoming the odds and sacrificing safety for love. And not just doing what's comfortable in your life, but putting yourself out there to obtain the dream of wanting more. Before we started recording, you were mentioning that this is the night where you're going to be having some dance rehearsal. I don't know if we've mentioned it yet, but this is a musical. So why don't you tell me a little bit about your role as a dancer and singing and all of that? So... I am not a dancer. I'm a I'm a singer who moves well, um, <clears throat> which basically means I got rhythm. <laughs> um, but just to give a little bit of history on on how I started theater and getting into it, um, I was uh, forced to audition for a school musical when I was in high school. Next thing you know, I loved it. The way that I was able to express myself through musical theater was really really helpful for me, especially in my teenage angst years. But as I grew up. I didn't necessarily want theater to be my end-all, be-all, but I did still want that connection of self-expression. So that's when I got into community theater. So when I found out about this, I was actually moving to Florida, but that's a different story. Um, (laughs) I wasn't even going to audition for this, and then it turned out I wasn't moving to Florida. But I just like theater. I don't know. I, I really wish I had a really cool story. I love working with Howard Whitmore. I've worked with him like twice before probably he's probably one of the the best directors that I've ever worked with I mean he's he's very open he doesn't allow gender race or anything to interfere with who gets a role he's obviously very cognizant but all in all I mean I'm just really really proud to work with a director who's just so open to inclusivity As most listeners know, community theater, you don't get paid for this. This is being done for the love of performing. Mm -hmm. You have the longest commute. You're coming up from Cherry Hill. (laughs) Tell me what motivates you to drive all that way up to Cranford for the rehearsals and then the performances. Well, for one, uh, I definitely have to co-sign what Karen said about Howard. He's the one that convinced me to audition Uh, I definitely was going to take the easy route and just say, hey, you need a pit singer for the orchestra? (laughs) Because I'm I'm a singer, a performer. Musical theater is new to me. And every experience that I've had, I've had it under Howard Whitmore. So it's a very exciting experience and it's worth the drive. We've talked a little bit about what you are outside of this, that you're a singer, that you're a singer who has good moves. The two of you, what do you do when you're not performing in community theater? Well, I'm just finishing up school, so this will be my last semester. But outside of school, I just primarily work and I dance with some of my friends, collab on some work that they have, some projects. And that's pretty much it. And I bowl. I like to bowl. (laughs) (laughs) And how about you? 
So, actually, I just graduated from Kane University, which is in Union, um, with a teaching degree. So, I currently work at a school teaching theater to high school students. And I think we haven't asked you, what do you do when you're not performing on stage? I am a dancer, singer, actor, all that good stuff. I'm a recording artist as well as a background dancer for a couple of like local rappers. You say you're a recording artist. Where might we find some of your performances? Are, are they online or are they on record, so to speak? Okay, so I have one song out right now on SoundCloud called I Got You. And my name on there is Rayana, R-A-Y-Y-O-N-N-A-H. And we will try to include a link to that in the show notes. So if anyone wants to check that out, they can do so. And how about you? You also are uh, available where where folks can uh, find you online? Yes, I am. I am musically known as Femi Cherie. That's F-E-M-I-S-H-I-R-I. And I do have some music on Apple Music, um, iTunes, all that good stuff. YouTube. (laughs) Excellent. I'm a traveling performer as well. Explain that a little. So musical theater, I've only been doing for two years, but I've been blessed to make my way around. I've performed in the city. I've performed in Maplewood, Jersey City, and Kentucky. Kentucky. Wow, that's uh, quite the uh, the leap from Jersey City <laughs> and New York City. What brought you to Kentucky? So they have a production there that they do annually in Bardstown called the Stephen Foster story, and it's something that they hold very dear. It's on the same property of the old Kentucky home, which Stephen Foster wrote the state song to. So um, in honor of his legacy and what he means to Kentucky, they annually do a show that is based off of his life. It is fictional, but it includes all of his songs and it includes real people in his life. It's just a fictional story. And I play Joe Akins, who is the caretaker of his love interest's family, uh, who also is close to Stephen Foster and kind of aids him a little bit in life. Well, I'm going to see if I can catch you a little off guard here. Can you tell us when the performances are going to be and when folks can get tickets for it? Tickets are currently available. The show opens on Friday, October 7th and runs for three weekends through October 22nd, every Friday and Saturday. Plus, we have a Sunday matinee performance on the second weekend on Sunday, October 16th. You can find tickets at cdctheater.org. And again, we will have a note in the show notes where you can just click on that and get right to where you can order tickets. But I'd like to thank you all for taking the time to chat with me here on Cranford Radio. All the best. Break a leg. Thank you. Thank you.